When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. With me, as always, it's Kristen Studdard. That's me. Hi, Kristen. We are deep, deep within what all the fans are calling hashtag ceremony season. We are leading up (laughs) to our attendance to the 2019 induction ceremony for the Rock Hall. Neither of us has a plane ticket, but we do have two very bad seats for the ceremony. That's 100% true. It's excited. (laughs) We're getting you in the mood. We have watched four induction ceremonies yes we have and they are so long they are not short and joe said to me yesterday i was like how many more of these are there left and he said well there's three but one of them is only two hours and 15 minutes <laughs> that's yeah that one you're gonna love when we watch that one do you think i am no it's a bad one okay <laughs> <laughs> let's bring in our guests who are joining us to watch listen this as you know uh Kristen has been a, a difficult thing to schedule because we need uh, friends to carve out roughly four <laughs> hours of their life to do this. And uh, I think one of the benefits is we get to have people on here that uh, truly love us. <laughs> that is true. That's nice. And That's, we, we have really got, made some lemonade out of that. Yeah. And we've got a return guest, uh, one of my my dearest and best friends, Allie Gertz. Hello. And then we have uh, a very funny actor and writer, Alec Owen. Hello. Hello. Alec, Allie, guys, welcome to fucking Thunderdome. We're in it. I'm prepared. I I've had to really get my head wrapped around the idea of this time. <laughs> I this mean, time bless you. Like it bless you it's both. Hard. I felt like I hesitated to tell you the whole deal i feel like i took a full week of texting Allie like nice things every once in a while just to get her to a place where i could be like the pump how do you feel about maybe spending four to five hours with me as we watch the longest thing in the world now this is the first time he said to five yeah he undersold it by saying four hours i I had to make sure you were on the mic by the time i said potentially five oh no so Allie. You know a little bit about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just because you've been on the show before and you are my friend. Yeah, I know it uh, exclusively because I know you. Mm-hmm. So it, before that, I don't believe I knew. And you know what? 
I'll listen to my old recording of this uh, uh, podcast to see if that's true. But that's my memory of it. Great. What did I say last time? No, I think that's it. I okay. think I think the story checks out. Okay. Right? I don't think she's anybody's sticking gonna... to whatever <laughs> yeah. she said. I don't think anybody's got receipts on you saying anything. Oh different. God. Alec, are you coming in here with any knowledge, any information? Absolutely none. Coming in cold, and coming we in... like it. We do like that. So cold. I know more about the MLB Hall of Fame or the WWE Hall of Fame, and that's not. Very much. Okay, well, that's coming in with some that halls is. of fame uh, information. I'm familiar with halls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah, oh, cool. we walked through a hall to we, get here. Yeah. We sure did. So I in watched, that way, I watched Hall Pass to prepare. <laughs> hey, one week, no rules, my man. <laughs> I feel like if you had one week and no rules, you'd just get everybody to watch this with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there would be a do. lot of people here, and they'd be like, "I wish there was a rule against and then this." Yeah. And then your wife would say, "Please, just cheat on me. Yeah. This is too much." <laughs> I can handle that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so guys, we are going to be watching an induction ceremony uh, be- because an induction ceremony is happening soon, uh, and you guys know nothing. There are seven acts who are in- being inducted this year, recently announced. Uh, any clue? Exciting. Who's on that list? Uh, yeah. I I will tell you that I genuinely don't know. Meaning and meaning that I have anything I'm going to say is a guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I remember you telling me. Or telling us the whole slew of possible inductees. Yeah, I, I think believe. we told yes. you one and time I after the Elvis remember. Costello concert, right. we had um, burgers <laughs> with them. I remember Radiohead I... was a possible. There you go. There's one. Well, well, well. Who's still not? Who's, Who's who I talked about last who time? Who are not eligible? Yeah. But yeah, so Radiohead is one. Yeah, I think I caught you guys at one of my more excited uh, times regarding this induction after it had just been announced we went to uh, a middling Elvis Costello concert sure. which I'm being generous and that actually lasted longer than this podcast will last that show yeah. the encore alone Drag. lasted about I think five hours <laughs> Roughly. it was all new Burt Bacharach songs mm-hmm. and <laughs> stories slow, about a slow. lady who had a certain look <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> so Radiohead is one um I no, are there any Let's are there any guess. genre yes. okay. vendors? Maybe the first. Uh, I would say. I want. I, I want to say the first. Don't have to whisper that British new wave band. That's oh. uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Because they have not done a good job with inducting. Interesting. I really don't know. And also, that, Joe's biggest snub got I have, in. I have. Yeah, this is the same band. This is a band that I have listened. Is it the Kinks. Oh my God! Oh, they're they in. The Kinks got in wow. twenty nine years ago. <laughs> well, congratulations the to them. Way to go, Ray Davies. So, so I'm referring to. So the we were listening stop to praying the Kinks on the way. Is what you're saying? <laughs> uh, I can leave them out of my evening prayers. And yeah. the Beatles also, have made it. If you find, can find no, it in your heart, a huge Lord. snub. The Beatles are a It'd huge. It'd be so snub. funny, Joe, if that was the snub that you kept talking and about. Like, like, why won't anyone listen to me? I think that they're pretty good. I like them. No, it's uh, the Cure. The, the Cure. Oh, I think sure. the Cure are really great. Yeah. And Radiohead are getting yeah. in. As are Roxy Music. Great. The Zombies. Great. I don't know what Roxy Music is. You would. Oh, yeah. Love yeah. is the drug, and they're like a they're like love a glam. The but back came to Roxy my car Music. Yesterday, <laughs> and you were stoked on it. Oh, did I love it? Yeah. It's like very oh, fun. Can't you see? Love is a drug. Got a hook on me. Yeah, you know, that's There's a horns, song that yeah. I would not have known who the band was, but Brian that Ferry. song comes on and I do get a little pumped. Yeah, hell yeah. So you know what? 
I'm in. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> You're coming great. I'm going to go. Uh, also, Ew. Def Leppard is- One-armed drummer. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, Janet Jackson. Yeah. Stevie Nicks. One. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. That's nipple. fun. Yeah. <laughs> one exposed nipple. One arm. One exposed nipple. Uh, really what else? What else we got? What else can we do one with for those of those bands? Stevie Nicks? One uh, huge Tambor? piece one, of hair one, one from winged Robert stuff? Smith. One. Oh, oh, yeah. It's a white wing. It dove. is a white wing dove. Fuck. But that I like, I, yeah, you really, oh, you're going you and went I thought for it. I thought it was good. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, that's who's being inducted this year. Cool. But that's tonight, cool group. we are going to be watching a, a ceremony group. from 2015. All right. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read to you who was on the ballot that year. Okay. And then you guys are going to try to choose which six acts they did induct. Okay. Excellent. So, it's a fun one. We have Bill Withers, Sheik, and this is their ninth time on the ballot for Sheik. Oh, uh, for their first year eligible Green Day, Joan Jett and the Black Hearts, this is their third ballot, also third ballot Kraftwerk, Another third ballot, Lou Reed. A few Reed. of these I know for sure just because of... Because I have ruined her my life. life. Sure. <laughs> because of what has happened to me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, because of what I've been through. Oh, man. The scars I wear. <laughs> uh, Lou Next Reed. Up, the scars I wear. Ooh, yeah. The, the, the scarves I wear? Oh, that's actually Stephen, Stephen Tyler? New- <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Tyler's microphone stand? And also uh, Lenny Kravitz. The Marvelettes. That's their mm-hmm. second ballot. NWA, third ballot. First year eligible, Nine Inch Nails. Fourth ballot, Paul Butterfield Blues Band. The Smiths, The Spinners, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Sting, and War. Wow, okay. I know who I want to be on that. So I have put in parentheses, I wrote it down on a piece of paper to show you guys. Oh, thank you. How many ballots it is for them at Mm -hmm. this point. So here are a few things. Now, we can all go in separately or we can go as a team. You can group think this. People often like to group think if they don't know a lot about the Rock Hall. Um, A few things I can tell you that Uh, I know for sure are that Sheik never gets in. Sheik is not in. They put in Nile Rodgers on his own. So that is a no. This was like the aftermath of all that. I believe He does? Well, it's it's dorky, and I love him for that. Wait, and every once in a while, it'll, it'll, it's clear that he like like he's not very good at the internet. Right. So every once in a while, it'll be like from Nile Rogers' Twitter account. I will see like I just got four hundred and fifty points in Brain Master or like some <laughs> like, terrible app game, <laughs> and it's like clearly just oh, generated yes. from so the game funny. tweeting. Yes. For it really makes me that's laugh. Great. Who, I love whose that. handwriting is this? This is Joe's. Joe, it's really good. Yeah, he's, <laughs> you know what? Thank you, Allie. Good handwriting there, buddy. Great job. Uh, good job. It's quite nice block letters. Any now, other? Any a other few things here? that I know for sure are Who's chic. I know that you just explained. Good times. Le freak. Le freak. Mm. Uh, good times. Like they're they were a great disco band, um, and he was the creative force behind them mm-hmm. as a producer. Wonders, yeah. um, so I can tell you, I'm almost positive Green Day gets in right away. Yeah, I'm almost positive Joan Jett is also gets in this year. Because I was afraid she of that. Yeah, she performed la- afraid, afraid of that. Of that. Ooh. I don't know. I don't. That's one. You don't love rock and roll. I don't love rock Have and you roll. Not- that's the thing, really. I'm not familiar. Maybe I'll she, be. Joan Jett, if I may, and I think I'll be backed up on this, kicks major ass. I, be- yeah. I believe. He very much does. Mm-hmm. I just hate that song. Oh. Well, the song wasn't nominated. Ooh. It's a great point. Allie? <laughs> Another thing point. I can tell you is that Kraftwerk does not get in because they were nominated this year. Fuck. 
and they also did not get in this year. I'm pretty sure Lou Reed also gets in because he died l- the year before this happened. He mm-hmm. was in the in memoriam. memoriam last year. Uh, I also think NWA gets in finally if they're still okay, on the ballot. Yeah, they are gonna, definitely in. I was going to guess for them. Um, I know that Nine Inch Nails does not get in because I, you drafted them. For I this drafted year. them this year out of nowhere. Also, the Smiths are not in. Yeah, um, I, so. I do not believe War is also in, and I don't think the Spinners are in either. Okay, so we're thinking uh, for sure Green Day and Joan Jett. That's two. Green Day, Joan Jett, Lou, Lou Reed, Reed and three, NWA. NWA four. So yeah. then more. probably Stevie Ray Vaughan and Sting. No? That I would say, I'm sorry, who? Sting is yes or no, we think. I Oh, I don't know. I mean, Stevie, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Sting, Sting, I think, are I, possibilities. I agree. I think, or I don't know who the hell the Potter, Paul Butterfoot. Blo- <laughs> I don't either, which is <laughs> why the Paul, I, Paul, like, I feel like they're going to be in. I feel just like Paul Butterfield and Bill Weathers are friends. Yeah. It's their fourth. Oh, yeah, no, Bill nothing of their music. Yeah. <laughs> It's their fourth time being nominated, I guess. That's why I'm all like, now here's the thing. Bill Withers should be Bill Withers, doing I totally it, but I don't think he's there. in. But I don't know. Again, if you guys want to, these mm. last two, to me, I like your instincts on Stevie Ray Vaughan and Sting. Yeah, both acts that went solo. My God. Yeah. yeah, well, Stevie Irvine was always solo. Well, <laughs> well he, had to, he, went, he, he had, had to go to, there. He did have he had to say. From, from not performing <laughs> yeah. to then performing solo. Yeah. But he well, went you're there. going solo? You mean are like the, starting? Are the police in? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. And now Sting gets his own chance. I now think so. Now he grabs so. the loot and he's... Yeah. Going. And he grabs the loot and the loot. Yes, yeah. both spellings. Both spellings. Homonyms, baby. So we're agreed that yeah, it's yeah, I, I think that sounds good to me. Six. All right. My so only other one that I would think Will would Withers be outliers maybe. would be Bill Withers or I cannot remember if the Marvelettes are in. I don't think they are. So those we are good feel, to it me. It feels like we talk about them every time. It really does. <laughs> All right. So you're locking in with Green Day, mm-hmm. NWA, uh-huh. uh, what, uh, Joan, Joan Jett. Jett. Lou Reed. Reed, Sting, and Stevie Ray. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's correct. Does that sound good Joe? with everybody? I'm I'm in. Okay, cool. That is our final answer, guys. Good timely reference. Yes, to uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, mm-hmm. a show that we're all still watching. Oh yeah. Every oh, yeah. Si- who I think Meredith the Vieira. No, no I think it's the dude Chris Harrison from The Bachelor, the host of The what? Bachelor. What? Also, the fuck? I believe. Wait, is that show still exists? Who Wants to Be daytime. a Millionaire is it's, still it's on. It's been daytime for. Probably at this point longer than it ever was primetime. What? It was Meredith Vieira. It's a treadmill show, baby. I want to say it was Ah, Terry Crews for a little bit. That would be a good one. And it was like, uh, might have been Cedric for a little bit. Yeah, they went. They went through a lot of hosts. It was. It was wild. Who wants to host? Who wants to be a millionaire? I mean, really More like that it. Right? Is that right? All right, let's see how you guys did. We're going to watch that ceremony. When we come back, wow, we will have watched half of it, which will seem <laughs> like it should have been all of it. May, I, may before we take a break, I don't know if I said this last time, but this really does feel like watching uh, a podcast that my like this scenario where you've trapped Kristen. It just feels a lot like my dad forcing me to get into. To stuff that mm-hmm. he loved as a kid. It I, really feels yeah. like a dad forcing. And her you're talking about cool pop culture stuff, daughter. right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I, okay. I think, cool. But I think your yeah. Oh my goodness. Your father. Good clarification. Your father was successful it's abusive though. In a way. Um. Well, yeah. And I'm not with Kristen. Kristen actively uh, 
challenge challenges everything, even when I think she would like it otherwise. I think, I think that the, really fits the that dynamic though of like mm-hmm. the kind of the cool teen daughter that's and, like, me, the loser cool teen. dad no, who thinks with my lame dad. <laughs> it's me, a cool teen. Yep. But anyway, sitting I, through many hours. Anyway, of my son, life. I'm gonna take you back to 2015. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I look right. forward to this. It's going to be definitely a time. Welcome back, everybody. Holy shit. We have watched the first half of the induction ceremony for the 2015 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, We have learned who's being inducted. Mm -hmm. It's Bill Withers, Green Day, Joan Jett and the Black Hearts, Lou Reed, the Paul Butterfield Blues Band, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and then in some special categories, which we haven't seen the special categories yet, but we know they're coming up, Early Influence, the Five Royales, and in the Musical Excellence category, (laughs) Ringo Starr, which will be fun to see how that plays out. Uh, But what we've seen so far, I think we started off super strong. Joe, I want to say right now, I am so worried because I find myself in a similar position to last week where I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. What a great set of yes. things yes. we have seen. Yes. yes, It should be over. And the fact that we are only halfway through <laughs> worries you. Worries me. Yes. And I feel like I'm going to end up in another 45 minute East Street Band K-hole and I don't want to. To give you guys a little bit of uh, context. Uh, the 2014 ceremony that we watched last week is also really strong and was very strong leading up to the half. It was you know. great. I was like, wow, this is really fun and good, and I am not mad at it all was like about Peter anything Gabriel that's happening. and Linda Ronstadt and awesome, Kat like, Stevens. It's awesome. cool. And then when we came back from the break... Oh, but we also did have to watch Kiss in the first half. So yeah, this but is they better. They didn't perform. They didn't was... perform. But this is better so far, because this we is haven't pretty flawless. had to watch Kiss. I would say so. But, like, and again, wow, I we got some major uh, blowback from the Kiss haterade, but... Yeah, I, I want to make it clear. I do think Kiss belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I also think it is very funny to make fun of how capitalist and mean and I think Gene terrible Simmons are. sucks, and he yeah. is not a good Gene, dude. Gene Simmons sucks. I love Kiss so 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 much, but I wouldn't say that I like love their music. I just love Kiss. I like, lo- yes, like the- they have a Halloween movie that I watch every year called Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, where they go to Six Flags and there's <laughs> there's a robot version of Kiss and they fight each other, and that too lasts. It's about two hours too long. It's a oh very, gosh. very long movie. I've heard Kiss doesn't show up in that movie until like 45 minutes in. It's, um, yes, that is true. It starts <laughs> with just some kids at Six Flags. And it's, <laughs> it's actually quite, uh, it's it's one of those so bad it's good movies, but then it actually is so long that your friends are just kind of like, why are we watching this again? So, well, uh, so last week everything was great, and then the second hour and a half of this three-hour ceremony 45 minutes of it were taken up by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band and they talked for too long they gave them too much time like it was very frustrating and of I'm the worried band about what's going to happen now but, but let's focus on the good things that. that happened up top but don't you think it's possible that they all learned from last year's no. or what no. year no because <laughs> we're such an optimist because we're halfway through it right now and I'm like wow this has been all killer, no filler. Ex- like uh, the only the lamest Despite thing that Fall happened. Boy. The exact that's what I was gonna say. The lamest yeah. thing that happened was that Fallout Boy showed the, up. That Fallout we'll, Boy. We'll get to Fallout Boy. Up. Let's talk about the opening 
which I think is really great. The camera tracks Joan Jett as she walks out onto the stage yes. in Cleveland and starts blasting bad reputation. I didn't know I loved Joan Jett. Earlier in the yeah, podcast, you, you said, actually seemed you not said to I was be afraid in. of just, that I that she would get in. Of, I love rock and roll and how mm-hmm. much I've heard that song, but holy shit, she's such a badass. She Harry is. Bomb. I'm so glad you came around because she's truly amazing and I have to say I cried at every single performance so far. <laughs> if not a performance then at least like one of the little interviews mm-hmm. and like I'm it's funny because with her, I was just like, I'm Joan Jett 100% for the rest of my life. And then the next person or band would come out and I'd be like, this is my time. This is me. Just they're, them. They're my they're favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's almost like Joan Jett put her set together knowing that you said, I hate, I love rock and roll. <laughs> she didn't play it. It I, was almost like she, I couldn't believe it. She was like proving to you that she's more than that song she's so with much her more. set. Yeah. And uh, we all talked about it in the room, but she is uh, a babe. so hot. Smoking she looks and sounds hot. in her 20s? It's yeah, wild. She, she, looks, she looks really good, and she still can sing really well and play really well. She looks like a younger Billy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the, the look Billy Joe Armstrong is going for, yeah. is Joan Jett. Uh, and, and Miley Cyrus uh, is the person who inducts like, her. inducted her. And I... Love Miley Cyrus a lot, and mm-hmm. I think that she's amazing. And I'm glad that someone as awesome as Joan Jett also thinks that she's got a cool spirit. <laughs> I kind of like that she made a little bit fun of Joan Jett for hiding the weed smell in the hotel. Right? Yes. There, there was an was obvious uh, reverence, but then also ribbing for uh, you know because Joan Jett's Being old. an old woman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, despite what her looks may say. Uh, Great performance, uh, bad reputation with just her and her band, and then she brings out Dave Grohl and her original bass player to play Cherry Bomb, uh, which was originally a runaway song, but it's ostensibly a Joan Jett song, and she did re-record it. Such a good song. Uh, And then Crimson and Clover, which in the 60s was a Tommy James song, and she brings out Tommy James, who's not in the hall, which I thought was a very cool move, and then Miley Cyrus just... Uh, unannounced comes out uh, and it's really great yeah it is funny how uh, I think Alec while you were watching it you pointed out that this is as like toned down as she could have possibly been like she was still definitely trying to hump one of the yeah she was grinding on Tommy Jane respectfully grinding on Tommy Uh Jane yeah I I definitely I I was really moved by Joan and Miley's uh, respective speeches. Joan Mm -hmm. Jett blew it away. I'm not sure. How how often are these speeches incredibly touching or moving? Sometimes they're great. Most of the time they're okay. And then sometimes they're very bad. Yeah. And this was a great speech, I felt like, from her. It's clear that there's some editing going on, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because these ceremonies are five-plus hours. Yeah, we're only getting the best three. (laughs) I see. I thought, too, it was really... I thought she was really inspiring. I loved when she gave all the shout-outs to the bands like that mm-hmm. that oh she that listed been... every cool band that's she's ever like existed the, so she cool. has like the coolest person alive she gets up there talks about all she's just so fucking cool yeah she's very <laughs> humble as well like she knows what's up and she she's able to recognize her her like importance within the history of music but mm-hmm. also still come across as someone who's just like whatever man well, <laughs> like in the just... package the thing that i actually teared up over was how many rejections she got for yeah. her demo for tape. those huge for songs those huge songs i'm like how are you gonna reject i love rock and roll was on her demo 
Like, like uh, some of her biggest songs were on that demo. And Bad Reputation. Touch, yeah. And, yeah. And Bad Reputation. Yeah. We're all on her demo. And she's like, no one will put it out. So we had to make our own record label. What a badass. And I was like, Fuck are you yeah. kidding me? Like, this that's is- so terrible. But the her being able to rise above it is... Yeah, it's rock and roll, baby. It's one of those things, though, where it's just like, that's so great and inspiring, but don't tell other people that, because then they'll start to do that, and then everyone will be bad. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's it's the same way that I feel about Weird Al, where it's just like, he's the best at what he does. But please, no one else do it. Stop doing it, anyone else. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Right, yeah. The, yeah, the people will see this and be like, I'm being rejected, so I've got to push my music right. out there. It's like, no, you're. most people are being rejected because they're bad. Yeah. As, uh, <laughs> what, one thing that I think was a, either a very creepy comment or a joke that fell flat that we all kind of seemed to react oh, to I in the room. I did not like that. Uh, Miley had said, she had opened her speech by saying, just like, I want to start this by the first time that I wanted to have sex with Joan. And like, Everyone loves oh, it. Yeah. And yeah. she's allowed to because she's a little girl. Yes. yes. And it's subversive uh-huh. and she's young. And she's and, like, bisexual. Yeah. And, it's, like, and that's cool. very rock. And roll, I and would then say. yeah, yes. her her longtime guitar player Ricky Bird comes out and antagonistically kind of is <laughs> like, "Hey, let's get one thing straight, Miley. Uh, we all want to fuck Joan." And it's <laughs> and like, it and then like, they cut to his wife. Yeah, <laughs> well, and then he goes, "I'm from Brooklyn. It's how I talk." He's like, "Hey, sorry, that's just how I am." But it's just so funny because, that like, it speech. just not don't do that. Don't objectify the person who got you into the Rock and Roll oh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, like, don't I do start it. by saying. Pretty sweet piece of ass, yeah. right, guys? <laughs> saying, uh, she's not a human, especially uh, since part of her, um, her the the kind of tape that they had made of her earlier was her explaining, like, you know, chicks can do whatever. Gender knows no instrument. Like, it could do mm-hmm. you could do whatever you want. And then he's just like, but, but we sure want to tap it. Ditties. If you yeah. don't like that, you don't like Brooklyn. It's <laughs> just like, what the hell? Yeah. And I mean, for a guy who uh, is lucky, they included him. With they could have just inducted Joan Jett. They did not need to induct the Blackhearts. I get why oh, they did, sure. but like nobody would have objected if it was just Joan Jett, right? You know, obviously the Blackhearts were on. They were credited on every album, but you know, who's who's the genius I, here? I bet most people would mix up uh, the Heartbreakers with them. Like the I think yeah. that they would be like, uh, and uh, you know, the Heart guys. Yeah, Joan Jett and the Heart. heart if you would ask me who was whose band was the Black Hearts before this, I would not be able to. Tell right. Them. I mean, I think it's great that they're in. Me with too. Joan Jett. Sure. Uh, and they weren't overlooked. I wrote the word chills because I said out loud. Mm-hmm. I said I'm getting. It was because while during she the was package, during the package about, when yeah. she was talking about all the rejections, I said I. I am getting chills because she had already played. It was a really smart way, the way that they added, the way that they um, formatted this, this, uh, this, yeah. or, or this just induction. This induction with the, the way performance that they first per- and the performance the... and all of that. It, it really was good. She's still doing it. Yeah. Man, look at the road that she went down. Yeah, it was cool. And I really, I definitely got chills. I just thought she, she really made me feel something yeah and i was glad it's it's inspiring and her speech was a fucking tour de force it was one of the most it was one of the best speeches i mm-hmm. think that i've seen it maybe it spoiled me a little bit yeah <laughs> but um <laughs> uh yeah well also um it made me feel like the rock and roll hall of fame is important because <laughs> like i watched it yeah they all trick you i watched it and i was just yeah because like <laughs> for that to be the first uh thing that alec and i are watching of it it's kind of like 
wow, like you have this amazing platform and you could give this powerful speech and like you could change the world. And that's kind of, I can tell you there's going to be something in the second half that is going (laughs) to suck and I just know it. I really do. I'm going to maintain the the dummy optimist throughout and then then we'll see what happens. Good. I love I, that this you... was me last week. I was like, <laughs> "Wow!" And you're just great. trying to be—you're just trying to be the woman in the I'm comedy scene. It's just like up. these dudes will like take advantage yeah. of you. And I was like, "I think they're nice. <laughs> they're so sweet." Uh, then the next thing, the Paul Butterfield yeah. band. So the only other thing I want oh, to say one. is that the it, that that bass, the original bass player. Makes it clear that like he joined the Blackhearts when he was like sixteen. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. From a contest, yeah, or an audition no, out of nowhere. No, put an ad in LA in LA, LA, LA Weekly. LA Weekly that yeah. said LA Joan Jett looking yeah. for three, three men, men or three good men, three, three, three good beautiful men, men. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> three beefy boys. Yeah. And I, I looked it up. <laughs> Joan, I'm so boy happy here. to be inducting Joan Jett and the Beefy Boys. <laughs> That'd be great. Now that's how you be remembered. Uh, that guy teaches fifth grade now. I wow. think that's really cute. Dang, uh, the bass player who's bass in the player. Hall of Fame? The bass player who was the original bass player. Yeah. yeah. Well, who was the person they were talking to in the audience? And she was like, you should be in here. Let me be absolutely he was clear. a member of I, the band. I think yeah. it was, yeah. So the, the Mohawk the, guy? The current lineup and like the people who came much later who were mm. not really part of like the uh classic era of the black hearts it's a shame but yeah let's talk about uh the paul butterfield blues band a band okay. that didn't know that was a band myself included was ready to clown on and uh-uh. laugh i was ready to dunk and it, here comes uh, the white blues band and then zach brown and tom morello play uh that song. I, I don't even in know Chicago. what song. Oh, Born in Chicago. I'm pretty sure that's the song. Doesn't matter. We turned it up. Towards the end, we, <laughs> we did. We were all up. fucking. The volume Everyone was up. Was like dancing, <laughs> like wooing in this room. With I just the four of us couldn't believe it. It was. It was we so fucking, good. It kicked ass, and it, we loved it. And <laughs> we audibly said, "We love the Paul Butterfield Blues <laughs> yeah. Band." Yeah, that's true. In unison, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, th- a four-part harmony, <laughs> and that we that all love. <laughs> Harmonica player, who they said his name was Jason Ritchie, w- w- fucking kicked ass. Oh, my yeah, God. What the hell? They were all so good. And then that, I thought that package was really good, too. And the package was blew me so away. great. Well, that was another one where they did the smart thing. They played the song. Then they showed the package. Mm-hmm. Package had... first, I would have been like, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, they did the right call. The and, editing on this was yes. correct. And not only did they have performances from the band, and you and saw they how good they were. One, yeah. Very good. They also only did one song, too, sure. which was like, yeah. all right, in man, that's but fine. also in that package, you see people like Carlos Santana who are like, oh my God, that's who's like that was the reason I did. did change my life. And yeah. it's the reason I want to play music. Yeah, and you're like, oh. I get it. It yeah. actually, like, it is kind of funny because it it does very much feel like uh, when you inject like Chris Chris um, guests like fake band into a documentary, yeah. like yeah. a fake documentary. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, yeah. you choose like it's something they'd have a movie like this where it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and all these real famous people talking mm-hmm. about, yeah. yes. and the name is so silly like that in, you're just like a pop star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it exactly. really does feel a little bit like a sketch, mm-hmm. and like you get these huge people talking about a band you've never heard of being like oh man if it weren't for them (laughs) like it's so crazy Oh, uh, that Carlos San- the Santana part was where everyone in the room we went. All- oh no way! And yeah. I m- partially, I have to admit, partially of that was because of how casually he was dressed, and I loved it <laughs> so like a much. T-shirt and, and rare he had footage like 
bald spot with the hair. Rare it was footage amazing. of Santana without a, a wild ass hat. He on. looked like a <laughs> raging dork. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, I loved uh, it. And all the all the footage they have of the of the band talking was really old because yeah. these guys are really old. Yeah. Well, we soon found out after they got inducted by the guy from the Jay Giles band who's Peter, Peter not Wolf. Jay Giles. Peter Wolf. <laughs> I had to break it to everybody that the lead singer... Not to me. Centerfold is one of my favorite yeah, songs. The... I love the song Centerfold, but <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't know either and it was Jay confusing. The They're like, Peter Wolf. I was like, wait a minute. Peter Wolf. and the Wolf? So, oh, wait, that's another thing. So uh, I had to explain to Kristen that Peter Wolf is the lead singer of the Jay Giles band and Jay Giles is not the lead singer of the Jay Giles band. Yes, yeah, I did not know that. But, uh, but... And he gave, a, he gave a pretty good speech and kind of put it into he gave a short speech and i was down with that part (laughs) it wasn't great but it wasn't terrible boy oh boy that first shot of elvin bishop in overalls oh my lord (laughs) that's why i was saying chris guest movie it's just like it felt like a mighty win and he had just like this sweet old man look on his face because he's so old yeah and he's just like very sweet and happy to be there. He had a couple like Call dad jokes again. loaded up. And he's like also like he's not young and uh, he's elderly. I loved it. it uh, was when awesome. he started to come out, I was wondering if he was going to be young. I was afraid. <laughs> I, I thought youthful, but then I liked his speech too. He talked his about speech it. Was great. His speech is great. I love my very notes. Sweet. Overalls is bae. I really was yeah. like this guy is the best. He gave my fa- he gave like my favorite of those guys' speeches. He was so great. I have to say my favorite was the guy right after him or the oh, maybe I did the, like the him last, too. The, the last, last guy. guy who had like the cool cape and yes. was dressed yeah. really nice and yeah, yeah. he had his jumpsuit. The guy who the... said he wasn't good at talking. Yeah, he yeah. came out and was, was kind of so just cute. saying like everyone else was really great at talking. I'm just going to kind of say you. I love you all. <laughs> he oh, said I love beautiful. you all to everyone in the room. It was really <laughs> sweet. I know that didn't include us, but I felt loved. I, like, no, I, I felt really it. felt well, loved. Why did I like overall so much? Oh, I like that he um I what oh, I loved he just went on about being old. Yeah. Like he was and just kind of like listen up everybody in here. And he saw a guy playing harmonica drinking a quart of beer. And we'd yeah. seen that in the package already. And he said, already. that's my yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, that's really like, cute. Maybe a different person. It seemed like this band came together because no one had anything to do in Chicago Because he was just drinking quarts of beer on a porch all day long. <laughs> they were Sounds just walking like around like, guy. you like the blues? I like the blues. Let's make a band. I really liked it, too, because he said, uh, wait, he was like, I saw that guy. I was like, that's a, what What did I, I don't remember what I wanted to say. Am I old now? Uh-oh. Yep, you oh, just got old. Old woman cool. Kristen better Wait, shack up with Elvin Bishop. Oh, <laughs> what it was was that he said, you actually triggered a memory. Thank you. What he what said was, Triggering. I came from a time before rock, rock and roll. roll. Oh, yes. Yeah. He said like, and then. See if you can believe it. If you can believe it. And he was just like, you know, and there was no rock and roll. And then Elvis came around and like it went into the mainstream. And he's like, we brought. It was weird. He yes, said the way he said it. He was yes, able to bring he that did blues say this to, to the regular uh, world. Yes, the he said world. regular audience. Regular. But he then followed it with, with what contextualized it perfectly. Good. Yes, with that, if he just left it like that. Well, he had just yeah. said like we 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 kind of made an important message of just that you know people of all races like you know black people and white people could be doing something Can great work together. together. He At said at a time when that was yeah. crucial. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean even. Amazing. The, even the Beatles, uh, which were obviously later, are so famous for like being very vocal about not playing places that were segregated and like mm-hmm. being very mm-hmm. inclusive when they could. Yeah. And they didn't have any people in their band that were black. No, <laughs> they let Billy they Preston. Had, play Billy with Preston them was shoved into later. a corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
we should. But then after that, we had a speech from his son, and I just thought must Fr- be nice. From yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from the bu- from the Butterfield the second. Yeah, uh, <laughs> who was who very clearly looked like he was uh, a Butterfield. Yep. Yes, he was a bit of a Butterfield. He was a Butterfield. Yeah. Oh, like a butterfield total Butterfield. You even know what that, means. <laughs> <laughs> that guy over there is a total uh, Butterfield. And then we we saw for the second time Jerry Lee Lewis, and everybody uh. in the room booed. Uh, in listen, our room, but everybody in that room applauded cheered. and stood up. Yeah, and stood up. <laughs> Can listen, I just say yeah. that guy was a total Butterfield. Great guy, does not maintain his field. Oh nope. God, Butterfield. Yeah, Butterfield. Field. Uh, and then uh, everyone in our room cheered once it was Bill Withers' time to oh, be inducted. Holy shit! Bill Withers oh of Slab God. Fork, West Virginia. Now, Slab here's Fork. the thing about the. They also played this in the right order. They played the package the first. Package yes, first on this like, one, it was so correct. many hit songs. Yeah. I didn't know who he was by his name. Oh my god! I'd never yes. heard his name, and I love oh, every single yeah. song that I know that he does. And mm-hmm. I listen to the wave on uh, every Ooh. drive. Wave. Excuse me. Do you mean ninety four seven? The wave. wave. I do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I listen to the wave all the time, and uh, so a lot of Bill Withers uh, mm-hmm. is. We'll play multiple times a day, and I and I love it every time. Yeah. Like it's just so full of like soul, and it has such good bass lines, and like every part of it is great. And then the performances after were incredible. Mm-hmm. He's really great. I really liked all the footage of him playing guitar. It, like yes. I love how he talked about. He's like, I can't dance, and I don't want to yeah. get dressed. Up. I, I won't let him dress me up, and I can't dance. He's like, I wasn't going to change. I was going to do what I was going to do. I didn't know he was always with an acoustic guitar. I was, Isn't that's that awesome. yeah. it's something you don't see of uh, kind of R and B performers from that time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he, it's so funny, he wanted to make music and no one would give him what he wanted to do. So he just had to write these perfect songs. Yeah. The, after, in his 30s, songs. after coming out of the army? Yeah. The Navy, yeah, that's the what was Navy, so interesting. Yes. Yeah, that he was, he was in his 30s. Yeah. Yeah, the Joan Jett speech. and then side of 30. And then, oh, I loved his speech. And then his speech, his speech was like, the best. Oh man, yeah. these are so inspiring. He was yeah. funny too. Well, he was, he was incredibly charming. That's, I think that's probably the best speech speech in acceptance speech of all time when he's I think roasting it's everybody true. in the room at the, at, he's yeah, giving he, shout outs like he is the he's doing crowd work he's, he's the yeah he's like dude. miley you know what i'm talking about this is probably the biggest, biggest AA, AA meeting i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> he also sets up stevie wonder to have the greatest joke of all oh, time because up top he oh, says i'm gonna shit. go i'm gonna he go said, off hold, script he said hold the teleprompter because i'm gonna go off script and then stevie who's not on mic but he yells boom, it and he boom, goes boom, boom. i didn't use it yeah hell yeah <laughs> it is a pretty perfect it's a setup perfect punch setup punchline oh we we skipped over stevie wonder who inducted him stevie wonder did stevie induct wonder him, inducted him great speech bad hair. great speech bad hair it's rude to do that to a blind person yeah, yeah. that's how you know he's really blind his jacket was too long Why it's was too it so big long? he has so much money who is Who's dressing stevie who is wonder? making him look like a star wars character yeah well, yeah. He still has dreads, but he is extremely bald. Ooh, so it's like they are, are searching like for the hair. Tail. They made it look it's like yeah. the dreads are like tail. keeping his head together or something. Yeah, like that. it was not good. <laughs> it looks like when you see in like in a futuristic sci-fi movie that like someone has a bunch of cords <laughs> exactly. connected to the back yes. of their head. Yes, he's in the Matrix. Oh yeah. my yeah. god, he's plugged in. Those dreads are plugged yes. into. Something. I do feel like maybe he just is like 
I'm dressing myself this time. And it's just like, all right, Stevie, well, in that it's case, up he to did you. A great job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if that is the case, Stevie's killing it. Oh, yeah. The yeah. textures so, looked great. So then Bill Withers gets up, roasts everybody before he does his speech. Says, Talk- I, didn't know, I didn't know Beck and me were boys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They know the, some of the same people. Beck. They cut to Beck and he's, he doesn't know what to do with himself. Also, he says, listen, I'm old. I watch a lot of Judge Judy. Yes, he said. Maybe line of the night. Oh, my God. I've been home watching a lot of Judge Judy. I'm not going out. That's the story is like Bill Withers retired uh, of his own volition, does not perform anymore because he doesn't want to. Yeah. And there's a good long read somewhere about his life, about how Questlove has tried to pull him out of retirement, has like begged him. I think it's awesome that he isn't doing it. He doesn't want to do it. And so cool. I, Questlove, Questlove keeps trying to get me to. Questlove is yeah. on the nominating committee for the hall, and he's the one who really pushed to get Bill Withers in. And he had a really good quote about Bill, which was that you don't at, at that time for black people, they didn't have a lot of heroes who were like working men who yeah. were like journeymen. Like the, if you think of like the two big uh, b- black heroes for decades. It's like Michael Jackson and Michael Jordan, and they both appear to be magic. Right. Yeah. They both like float in the air and like move <laughs> in a way that humans don't. But Bill Withers is such a human. It's like an honest a dude with dude, a guitar. Yes. yes. And so relatable, and you can like understand what he's saying. He's not like <laughs> floating around. And I just thought that was a that was a really interesting way to describe. Uh, the role that he fit, uh, not in just music, but I guess for for the black community. Yeah, it made me instantly want to track down any books or like little like if there are any documentaries about this guy. He's so so funny and cool. And so, Do you like, know if there, there is a, there is a documentary? I would watch yeah. interviews. Yeah, I watch for it sure. For sure. What's yeah. it called? I don't know, but if, I'm sure if you search Bill Withers documentary, <laughs> what's it called? Love now, Joe. We're doing it. <laughs> okay. Someone, hey, tweet it, Joe. Tell him I, what the documentary is, I and then so he'll much. tweet it at us. <laughs> It felt weird to hear uh, Stevie, and not in a bad way, but it felt weird to hear Stevie Wonder and John Legend singing his songs because they're so, they really like take the flourishes and like flowery yes. singing. Mm-hmm. And Bill Withers He's is so just straight. very much just yeah. straight. Like forward. the end of Lovely Day, I used yeah. to think was funny just because he was like, eh, for so long. Yeah, the, uh, the documentary is called Still Bill. Still Bill. Uh, volume one. Still, no, it's, not, it's not volume one. I'm just, uh, yeah, uh, those performances were good. It's it's really too bad that he doesn't sing anymore. It was. It was it, very sweet it to was see him sweet. sit on stage, right next to Stevie. Man, but how sad it would it be if that. he had a solo and it was he couldn't do it? You know. Yeah, it makes you wonder if like he just doesn't have it anymore. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, he did have a great line though. Uh, who else came here with a legend and a wonder? I yeah. love really that. Oh, yeah, he was oh, so yeah, he was I so appreciative him. and grateful. I would just like to hang out with he him. He was the most charming I just dude on stage. Was my grandpa. There you go. Your my dad's week, Cat Stevens. My dad is Cat Stevens and my grandpa is Phil <laughs> Withers. That sounds like a, good a great life. family. Wow. Uh, and I have a great I had a great grandpa. Uh, do you mean a a uh, yeah. <laughs> the father of your grandpa? All of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we all had great grandpas. <laughs> Uh, and also great grandpas. Uh, Ain't no sunshine. Use me and lean on me. What, oh a, what a great God. set! Uh, I'm so glad that it I used cannot me. 
play. I cannot play. You, I cannot believe that they didn't do Lovely Day. Yeah, mm. I was expecting I that too, Lovely but Day. Lean on I Me. Know, like, I, know. I don't know. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot you could throw in there. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Green Day. Hell yeah! I love Green du- Day. Uh, great package, showing their like real, true underground punk roots. There's some like wild footage in, in the beginning of that package of them that, very young that's honestly such a great call because i feel like you know their whole thing is that they're mainstream punk mm-hmm. but you it, it's silly that anyone could ever think of them as just like they're mainstream because they had to get there and yeah, that's, that's yeah. so the past amazing 15 years they've been that yeah but, but that's but yeah. they ran around as that, punk kids yeah like legitimate i mean i know they're years. from california and like they had like probably some privileged mm-hmm. upbringings you know his dad is a like uh, jazz, drummer. jazz uh, drummer and mm-hmm. you know um but yeah i i didn't know kind of too much about who they were before they made it big and it makes sense but it mm-hmm. it was inspiring it i yeah, so i was awesome. touched by i cried at every single thing it was really good <laughs> well and dookie was one of my first cds that i ever owned it was my very first it was like and it was very important to me. That's yeah. one of those like pivotal albums for our generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I remember my aunt really liked Dookie, and that was that was shocking to me to have like an aunt. She would have been in like maybe her thirties at the time, um, and I was really just like, "Whoa, you like this kind of music?" That's she was so thirty, cool. and she was like, "What's this song you're <laughs> You're old when you're a little <laughs> when you're a little kid, though. You know, oh, that's, for sure. that's old. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, probably the, the least compelling speech was Fallout Boy. Also, just the least Jesus. compelling stage presence. Get out of you there. Don't... I hate Fallout Boy because when they found out that their band is a Simpsons reference, they're just like, they didn't oh, we didn't know, know that. Wait, what? It was a fan lie. thing, right? Wait a so minute. They Wait a did minute. did not Wait. have, from what I understand, what? correct me if I'm wrong, Allie, mm-hmm. they uh, put it out maybe to the internet yeah. to name, uh, their name band? them. Like, what should our name be? Yeah. And some Simpsons fans, uh, or one Simpsons fan, mm-hmm. uh, put out Fallout Boy, and that's what one or what they picked yes and they didn't find out until later that it is an obscure reference to radioactive man's sidekick which of That's... course is you know not dissimilar to how like you know nirvana or nirvana just like when they find out that teen spirit is a deodorant and not just like right. a philosophy yes. <laughs> yeah but we love nirvana so that story is cool and funny well, but when you find you out that, that story was, was that like kathleen hannah wrote, wrote that on about, his yeah wall. his his girlfriend Kurt smells like teen spirit <laughs> yeah 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 and but yeah it's like such a bummer because like they suck so much but then that they also hate the simpsons makes them my enemy so. <laughs> <laughs> and i just it's just so obvious that the dorky guy is the brains behind it and they just shove the good looking guy in front mm-hmm. of everything well, but what's weird about that band i mean i don't there are uh, pete wentz is from chicago um, so is Patrick Stump. Are believe. they all from? Pa- they are they all, all from? from Chicago, they're yeah. Chicago. So they band. were listening to Butterfield growing up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> long time sh- Butterfield boys. <laughs> Butter boys. I don't. Oh, who even cares? Yeah, I, I mean, we, we don't have to talk about, them. talk about them. The best part about Fallout Boy yes, being there was when they left, and then I believe Trey Cool said, "Thanks, Fallout Boy." That yes. was actually <laughs> very funny. I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. <laughs> well, but like, who would you rather have seen induct them? I guess that's what I'm like. Why you Fallout ha- Boy? You'd have to go the other direction. You'd have to go with someone who someone inspired Green Day, yeah. yes. as opposed to the people who Which were inspired by Green Day. Harder. And like a lot of those people were already you get being from, inducted. Like, Operation Ivy up on there. Joan Jett would have been cool Jack you know Jack but she was already called. being a Iggy pop 
Yeah, someone. I mean, maybe those guys. Like, I can imagine Iggy Pop doesn't like Green Day. Yeah, yeah. probably someone British where Billy Joel steals his fake accent from. Yeah. That he I sings would want to see someone like Paul McCartney, who's just like. I didn't think I'd like it, but turns out they're pretty good. <laughs> it was great to see <laughs> him too. rocking and out Paul in the McCartney audience. Loved it. He, he was, was yeah during che- American Idiot, cheering. Yeah. yeah, pumping his fist. And of course, uh, you know, Weird well, Al I mean, like, could have been Chris cool because he did Canadian Idiot. The um, Chris Red Rock Hot did the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Peppers. So I'm just saying, really, there's got to be a weird yeah. fan out there Who who's better that? than Fall Out Boy. It has something to do with the the band. I think has a little bit of say in the hall. They, they have their Chris connections, and kind of wish Avril Lavigne did it. That's that's actually that not would terrible. I like that. I like that more. Terrible. I would have loved that. I like that. Yeah. Okay, but then Green Day. So they, they give get their on speeches. Stage. They're pretty good. A lot of time is spent on them. My favorite part is that their fans are officially called Idiot Nation. Yeah. Love that's that. Very funny. Because that song came so late in their career mm-hmm. that <laughs> they were struggling. Yeah. Dookie Heads was not <laughs> cutting it. <laughs> uh, I also thought all the members of Green Day had reasonable wives. Yeah, you know, yeah. like wives yeah. were just like, I bet they're in love. I was really yeah. impressed. They might yeah, like, like each other. Yeah. I was, they seem to like each other, and, and still. we'll and we'll stay together yeah. potentially. I was impressed by in um, one of their speeches, uh, there was the comment made about just like, and I want to thank our partners who like are are patient with the fact that like we are gone so Most often, of the time. but mm. that we still get to be a part of your guys' lives. That was Mike Durnt, a very thoughtful man, it's despite being sweet. a bassist for Green Day and looking like. Liam Neeson with sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> a gaunt Liam Neeson. Yes. Yeah. They're also all dorks. Which They're is really oh, dorks. They so That's the best are. part. I was like, these guys are huge dorks and they rule and I love it. Yeah. I and love they, what dorks they are. They're having such a great time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And their such performance was great. great time. I mean, yeah. these are the kind of people who reference the, the bands that Billy I, Joe Armstrong I wrote some down of referenced. the bands they like kind of came up with and like were inspired by in the punk well, scene. Well, he said like w- thank you to this club for being the place for being Street. our home. Gilman, Gilman Street, Street in, in, Berkeley. in Berkeley. I remember reading about that. Uh, and Sewer Trout and Nasal Sex. Nasal Sex. I wrote yeah. down. And that's those are but just fucking his, great the punk big, names. Like, the big one that we've Nasal all heard Sex. of at least was Operation Ivy. That's right. like his mm-hmm. number one that he's like thanks for giving us access to weird bands like Operation Ivy, Nasal Sex, Sewer Trout, Tuna... <laughs> Barf. Tuna Melt. <laughs> Tuna Barf is a good name. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and then their their set was great. Uh, it was. And, and those are the three songs I would pick. American yeah, Idiot, When I Come Around, and Basket Case. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a that's a pretty great yeah. Yeah. I did, as much as I hate Fall Out Boy, I did think that the, that the um, one dude of Fall Out Boy was saying just like how each, each thing they did was punk rock going from like you know uh something that was super like breaking the mold that and was kind of cool switching it up and doing a rock ballad and, and always switching it up and yeah I always doing that. something unexpected yeah, even if it was selves. like a a mainstream oh. choice it was yeah. like a punk a rock decision. if it's a literal <laughs> broadway musical yeah you know but yeah there's some yeah also and i said this to joe during while we were watching it but like american idiot is a an awesome protest song and it came and out when like, bush was like yeah it came out when uh-huh. bush was During in office bush. and like they did say that in the induction like you know they made a protest song Should've when music was not protest music like music was not political true. at true. that point yes very true and i mainstream feel like music mainstream too. anything wasn't that political yeah. and like you know i feel like uh michael moore and green day both kind of like and the dixie chicks i was gonna dixie say chicks, the dixie yeah. chicks honestly, get to come up here seriously yeah. yeah honestly yeah 
Well, thanks to Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the band Bush. Yes. Yes. And uh, Bush Baked Beans. <laughs> <laughs> anything else with the first half? Otherwise, we can... Uh, well, I also wanted to say that I really thought I enjoyed their performance a lot. And it was like so fun to see them rocking and kicking ass. I loved watching Joan Jett enjoy... Enjoy them, Green Day. Like, she walked Green straight Day. to she the front, right up front and was rocking out. And that was awesome. And legit, like also like... <laughs> Uh, not to go harp on how good of a song American Idiot is, but it is like a really potent song. And like, I just hadn't heard it in a long time because it's kind of, you know, it's a yeah, musical now. Right. Idiot it's not the Nation, coolest song in the you world. You know, like dot, dot, dot. But like, I don't know. I was glad. And I would have liked to have heard Longview. Yeah, that definitely. Was their breakout song. Mm. I would have I maybe done I want to see Paul Longview McCartney's face on Masturbation's <laughs> Lost Its Fun. That's what I'm saying. Well, I don't know if it has, and you know, not for me. Me and John through... used to masturbate with each other. Exactly. <laughs> what's the what's the bassist name? Mike, Mike Durnt. When he when Billy Joe uh, Bill, crawled through, crawl through his legs. That was I cute. I loved it. So it's on like... also Billy Joe did several just hops with his guitar, like rock hops. And yeah. a lot of splits. Cleveland! Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Those guys are so good at their instrument. They're playing simple shit, but they're yeah. so good at their instruments the that they're having such a great time. Yeah. It's it's yeah, you don't think about it because their songs are very simple, yeah. but they are they're quite good. Yeah. As Fallout Boy said, more musical than you would think. <laughs> <laughs> what a lame speech. <laughs> what a musical album. I Dookie also really was. like the end of Mike Dern's speech when he said, See you guys at band practice. Cute. What a dork. And I was like, that's cute. They're that cute means they're, they're still doing See you band in the practice. Car. Nice. Oh boy, All what right. does the second the sec- half have to what will disappoint have in me? Store? I don't know. What I don't know who. I don't know who some of these mystery people are. Like I don't know the five. <laughs> yeah, Royale. get ready. I don't to know be who this Ringo Starr guy is, <laughs> but I'm interested in learning. But I'm gonna uh, just maintain. I'm coming in at, uh, with an optimist's uh, point of view, and I'm ready to have it rock as hard, if not harder. Oh no! hour and a half. So far, do you guys like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony? Rock? So far, I, I like it. I yeah. love it. Hell yeah. All right, we'll see you guys in a second. Welcome back, everybody. We have finished the 2015 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. We are riding high. Boy, oh boy, what a second half. Uh, We began our second half with an early influence category, a band I don't think anyone knew about, the Five Royales. But you know what? The package sold us. Sure we did. loved Boy, it. Did we love them. <laughs> it really, yeah, it's uh, and they didn't obviously didn't spend a ton of time on the five royales, but they're all dead. The, yeah, they are Literally dead. Literally, every single one of them is dead. That was very sad in the acceptance speech. Yeah, it was a really good just, speech because they had someone related to each member, mm-hmm. and it was a really cool story of just a band where they might not have become people that were as popular as bands like the Coasters or other bands, yeah. But yeah. Like, or the Platters, <laughs> or the uh-huh. Platters. That, they, that was a very yeah. funny coupling of band names, but um, but that they were covered by like really huge people, and like they clearly were important, and it's like it. To me, it just reminds me that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is important because it makes you like remember Allie. those those people. Allie. Guys, it must the Rock be, and Roll Hall of Fame is important. It must Allie. be important first. It must be important. <laughs> and something about that that I wanted to say is that during this second half of this, I realized that tonight, while we are 
recording this, the did you realize that the Grammys yeah. are going on? <laughs> the Grammys are were being performed and airing, while we were, while doing, we're this. doing this. That's <laughs> so funny, and I'm so That's sorry, incredible. everyone. I think it's great. I think this, this is so much better than the Grammys. There's a beautiful be poetry to it. The Grammys is Sometimes not the important. Grammys are good. Good. No, the Grammys crazy? suck constantly. Sometimes the performances are good. Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, There's moments. One of my favorite moments is when... Um, Andre 3000 came up and like they had just won and he just said thank you and then he like left and <laughs> it was yeah. like yeah that's how it's that. done well and they had like tribe open or close them a few years ago okay um I like just they, they've been trying that yeah. was they are getting better is it ain't so no rock was this this podcast covering the Grammys was that it did we do it? Yeah, that's it. We don't need to talk about cool. it anymore. Cool, we did I prefer it. not to talk about the Grammys anymore. <laughs> I do appreciate that the Five Royales uh, clearly like shred in addition to being a doo-wop oh, band. Oh, yeah. Really cool. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, then we went on the Stevie Ray Vaughan, another great package. Uh, our first Bowie sighting of the night. Pretty cool. Because uh, yeah. Stevie Ray does the uh, solo in Let's Dance. Uh, and when when Bowie heard him for the first time, he was like, "You need to play on this track. You make me want to put on my red." Thanks <laughs> <laughs> <Dance> blues. <laughs> uh, Clapton calls him an open channel, which I thought was a really great that is description cool. of a human. Uh, then John Mayer, the mainstay of the induction my ceremonies, goodness. he's so good. He he's, also so clearly loves Stevie Ray. It is enraging how good. John Mayer is. I have gone off about this in prior stuff. What makes what, what's shit. enraging about it? Um, he has no right to be. He has I no don't right want to, to be like that him. good. I don't want to like. But him. isn't it just a gift to all of us that he's this talented boy? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you look at him and you, everything we know about him that he's is like, uh, you know, not seemingly not great to women. Yeah, uh, and maybe I'm slut shaming him. Uh, but yeah, he can date who he wants. It's just like, you know, Taylor Swift was like he 20. Said, uh, he got yeah. some crap for young. saying in an interview that his dick oh, was yeah, racist. his dick is racist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. If you can believe yeah. it, Alex. Yeah, he said that. We've Bro, been we've over this. Oh, my <laughs> God. I, I had no it. idea. Now I get it. And also that he wants to be a stand-up, which like infuriates me. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah he could just jump up things. and do oh, it, yeah, though, he... Joe. He could just jump up and be great. That's insane. <laughs> That's so crazy. And also just like it, it does, it, it it hurts a little bit when a handsome white man is like so good at singing the, the blues. blues. Yeah. <laughs> it and just doesn't feel them. okay. He's like incredible at playing them too. It's a, it's a lot. But you can't love the blues that much and have a racist dick. Like that doesn't make sense. I know. He really confounds us all. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I get it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I didn't go. know a lot of these things, you guys. Well, yeah. here's Having... the thing. He sounded so much like Stevie Ray Vaughan when he first started singing in yeah. the, in the thing that I was Pride like, and Joy. And he's always been was, sober. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wait, that John was news Mayer to me. John Mayer is sober and That's always what he happy. Said. He, he, he said that it was because of uh, because of Stevie Ray Vaughan. That he never touched it. Uh, that he never touched drink. it because it made him get closer to the man that he'd never get to meet. He heard at a concert Stevie Ray Vaughan on stage talk about his sobriety, and at that moment, like I'm guessing, like a 12 year old John Mayer was like, "I'm never going to drink or touch drugs." He had brought heroin to the concert and he threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was it was wow. crushing because it was good heroin. Yeah, it, 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 it <laughs> cost a lot of money. Oh, breaks your heart. Uh, but yeah, it, it's uh, the, the sobriety came up a few times with the Stevie Ray thing. Yeah, it's especially tragic when someone who was who struggling so been. much Holy with drug addiction yes. and, 
And then got hooked. Conquered so it. I had no idea. And then yeah. died in a helicopter crash. I had no idea he died in a helicopter crash. On Horrible. his way to Chicago. That's so sad. Where Home of the Butterfield blues. was Home from. Home of the Blues from the Paul Butterfield born in Chicago <laughs> blues. Uh, <laughs> he was going from Alpine Valley. They crashed into a mountain. Alpine Valley's in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to get back early. They had a flight that night. And he was oh. like, oh, they just finished doing the encore. Him and Clapton. That's horrible. And he got in the plane. I read all this on yeah. Wikipedia. That was probably right. why I was not um, uh, hearing all that stuff about John Mayer <laughs> being sober. So you were catching up on, on the details. I can't believe details. that. That's so sad. People yeah. thought so Eric Clapton sad. was in that helicopter. That was and then everyone was like, woo, it's only Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, geez. Sorry. That's wow. Mean. That's very mean. Uh, uh, he is the only three-time inductee into the Rock Hall. So <laughs> yes. You so sorry. the name of <laughs> Eric Clapton. What am I doing you here? You besmirched the institution I itself. I forgot where I was. <laughs> I'm crossing my fingers for a fourth induction. <laughs> With what? It doesn't matter. Derek and the Dominoes. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Vaughn, his brother, wearing some cow print. Interesting yeah, choice. Yeah, interesting. I thought the overalls was going to be the weirdest thing I saw on <laughs> no, the stage. No, not even close. <laughs> or at least the only farm-related sure. clothing <laughs> of the night. 2015. Yeah. Big big farm year. Here's what I will say too. Everyone has just heard us the last time saying like, "Oh wow, this second half is going to be a real something in there is going to be a downer." Like blah blah blah. That was like 5 minutes ago for these people. Correct. It was an hour and a half ago for us. Uh-huh. Oh my and I God. will say that I came back it did not that second half didn't feel as long as the the second half did last week that's yeah. some high praise it is it really is. <laughs> i'd say probably the most the slowest part was the kind of extended stevie ray vaughn jams yeah i i, st- I started to drift a little bit I blues the can always kind of part was sorry Bl- blues can always just kind of go on a bit long because it's in the nature of blues yeah, to kind of right. have a well, jam sesh, you know? It's not even the first blues song we've heard. Yeah, and we've right. had this yeah, yeah, like yeah, blues yeah. things. Also, I feel like the second half of this show, it just was like a little less action-packed for me. Like, it was sure. less things that I care about. We like, also had two uh, acts in a row who were dead. Yes. <laughs> which was a downer. That'll break uh, it down. That doesn't lift your spirits. Right, and yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is doing Lou Reed is not like super exciting. I thought it was incredible that she was pregnant and performing. That was yeah. great. I, we can't. We got to move in order. Ooh, Joe ooh, is going ooh, to. I'm we will so get to that. sorry. I just quickly want to say uh, the, the Stevie Ray <laughs> performance. We had the return of Gary Clark Jr., who is uh, a Hall favorite for these blues tributes. Uh, John Mayer playing and and Jimmy Vaughn and the Double Trouble backing band and a guy named Doyle Bramhall the second. Who is that? Who uh, I didn't know who he was. He was very good. He's left handed yep. and he's dating Renee Zellweger. Yes, you could. They were shots of I them. I saw yep. her and I, I thought I was crazy and I yeah. was going to say, "Is that Renee Zellweger?" And I, uh-huh. and I thought everyone will say, "You're stupid. Don't say it out loud." <laughs> well, that's when she was in the news and people were like, "She looks different." I think this was. Before that, because she looks like right. Renee Zellweger look here. Right. here. Yeah, she's a few uh, years away from yeah. uh, her transformation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then we do get into Lou Reed. Uh, good package. Good amazing package. package. Now amazing and now here's speed. the other thing. It was just like we had two dead people in a row, 
and then kind of with like long tribute speeches like the Patty yeah. Smith induction gorgeous love her she's great poetic poetic yeah. gorgeous and then followed, followed up by with Laurie Anderson, Anderson. Anderson's gorgeous poetic. poetic yes like thoughtful it was they are both professional song uh, storytellers yes. yeah and, and yeah, so it exactly. was almost too much same same for me in it, a way. Both of those speeches functioned in a very similar way. Yes, and almost were at, at the same pitch. And they were yeah exactly exactly they were poetic Lou Reed memorials you know yeah, by thoughtful New York women who were like exactly. Lou Reed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's interesting because I've never really loved Lou Reed like at all really. Well, I it's because you're not New York, baby. That was funny. I, it did feel like the they were about, about to start talking about Spider-Man. Like it was like very, <laughs> very New York. <laughs> but um, yeah, he is, he was the real life Spider-Man. <laughs> well, uh, as someone who doesn't really care about Lou Reed as much as other people do, um, I, I loved those two speeches and it made me care about Lou Reed. Yeah. No. Th- oh, definitely. Like yeah. they, it uh-huh. really made, I obviously I know him and I, you know, I care about things that he's involved with, but mm-hmm. but it really made me understand him in a way that I didn't before. I guess I had thought that maybe he was kind of a weird, uptight asshole who hates trans people and black people, oh, and, I was, and I was and I was wrong. No, no, no. It's just because I knew the song and Dennis they... Leary. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the first part of that sentence might be true. He was weird, and I think often uptight and like kind of a asshole to people but he, he was, was extremely he was, he was new york that's how we yeah. do it in brooklyn baby we all want to hey. fuck <laughs> uh, but no he was extremely uh woke yeah. i think because i heard the woke songs later and they don't have the same types of language that mm-hmm. woke people use now it still yeah. sounds and, archaic and there's no one it. telling you what he's joking about and what like i not. can't exactly if like you don't know yes. who he is well, and, yeah no and also to like even like address like trans people in a mainstream song like that things like, like words and terms that we don't use mm-hmm. now it was more like the subject matter at all at all he was like humanizing right. people and like talking about what it was like for the like uh, underground society yeah. which i which i now get from those speeches and then he's going down and he's like soliciting men for sex for heroin because that's what they all did yeah and i also don't think he was binary like i think yeah yeah. he was very androgynous i love that i bet he would be a they if the those terms were out now that's so cool and yeah it's again it's like i would have never known that had i not watched both speeches kind of go together so i was actually Mm -hmm. pretty i do get the i do get that feeling though i mean he and bowie second bowie sighting that's our second bowie sighting definitely boned "Mm -hmm." for sure and definitely (laughs) No doubt about it. Yeah, Quote you me. heard it here first. At me. No, you didn't. I don't not care. first. You heard it <laughs> here. You heard it for probably here. the thousandth time. For probably the thousandth time. But I discovered today that I'm pretty sure they did it. Um, I thought. Lori, <laughs> nice. I Really, the thing that stuck with me about both those speeches was when Lori was talking about the the, the three, three times rules. you die. Yeah, I love the three rules and the three rules that they had for their lives. And then oh, there's the three that. Times you die. The three times you die. The you know when your heart, heart stops, stops when you're buried or they cremated bury and then with the last time someone utters your name yeah. which is like Lori you are brilliant yeah. uh, and and then tied I mean, it to the hall thing that she talked about do know about yeah she talked about like a, yeah, yeah. A, yeah yeah she talked about how the hall is basically turns people into, into names, names. Yes. that to celebrate this idea that we all had it's right amazing. that's what I thought the brilliant thing was was mm-hmm. taking that quote and connecting it to the what was going on the ceremony and the hall of fame as an institution that it you know it it canonizes that it uh 
uh, immortalizes. To 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 maybe to Alec as well because he's watching it for his first time too. Like this particular. I guess I, I was going to say episode, but the, this year <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. it feels very much just like the rock hall is the most important thing in the world. And we all know it like that's <laughs> That's the way all these speeches are coming uh-huh. across to me. Like yeah. it just feels just like I there is no say, higher honor than this. <laughs> I will say this is the best one that I've ever seen. It's great. This of might be the best all, one of all time. It's so and it's good. on Grammy night. I feel very honored. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, really good. And like, be- and the reason you think that, Alley is because it is clearly so meaningful yeah to all those people so meaningful and that's i that's one of the the main points uh of like why it appeals to me is because it clearly means so much to these people and to see that it's it very, is moving er, it's very earnest and the thing i love the most is when the people are um i just like really old musicians that aren't that good looking <laughs> like I love it. Yeah. I love kind of weird looking people like up there doing their thing and they're the best at what they do. Which to that point, I do get hating John Mayer, where it is kind of just like everyone yeah. else is so weird looking. Like pretty boy. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you take a note from Peter Wolf? Yeah. This fucking disgusting crag of a man. <laughs> or like throw on some overalls or something. <laughs> uh, Alec made a great point that Karen O is turning into Angelica Houston. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was Shocking. Uh, and then uh, Allie and, and Kristen immediately were like, that's it. That's yeah. what I was about <laughs> we to say. Because all... it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty stark. It. But uh, yeah, she and Nick Zimmer from the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs did uh, Vicious. And then that was cool. Satellite yeah. of Love yeah. was Beck with Nate Roos from Fun. And then to... And his mouth. Yeah, Nate Roos's big old mouth. And John Mayer has a big mouth. So if someone else could have a bigger, rubberier face, that's very impressive. Uh, and then we also had two musicians from the band Jellyfish that you're a big Which fan I of. Which I love. I yeah, Jason Faulkner. And uh, Roger Joseph Manning Jr. And Jason Faulkner, the, um, who does has his own really great solo stuff, is the like great-great-grandson of um, uh, uh, William Faulkner. Oh, and wow. And he changed the spelling of his name so people wouldn't notice as much that he has very shitty lyrics in comparison to his uh, family. His, uh, <laughs> oh, no, I'm a different one. <laughs> um, also, just really quick to head back to Laurie Anderson really quick. Hell I just, yeah. when her speech ended, I said out loud, well, earlier I thought I had seen the best speech of yeah. the Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Laurie Anderson had to come up there and just like deliver. It yeah. was very gorgeous. Yeah. I would like to read it. Yeah, that's. I was like, wow. I would print it out. To yeah, that hang it up. And it felt so profound. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, she goes around the country touring, doing that. People pay yeah. to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I would I pay. Do. Have you? Yeah. yeah, my family's. We're huge fans of. Oh Marianne, wow! So. Oh, that's yeah, crazy. I've been seen her I, yeah. dozens of times. I get it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like what she was talking about death and life and what it means to have someone die in your arms and like all these things. Mm-hmm. It's just very like. You really make great points, and now I love everything that you care about. Yeah, yeah. very profound. She lady. has a movie that I can't remember the name of right now, um, where it's basically she just talks about being a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's called My Life Is a Dog. It's called Heart of a Dog, Heart and it came dog. out that year in 2015. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Okay, now I'm also going to probably do a deep dive on Laurie Anderson. Oh, please do. I really, I was digging. And, yeah. and in that movie, they talk about dogs that they have and the death of Lou Reed as well, dealing mm-hmm. with that. Wow. Well, it was also interesting. Sorry, I know I'm still on these speeches because I just no, said that great. I thought that they were like, sim- they were similar though. It did feel yeah, like yeah. a long speech. But um, 
Oh, now I don't even remember. Oh, Patty Smith, like, cried several times during her speech. It was really interesting to see Laurie Anderson, his widow, get up there and, like, just hold it together and just, like, deliver. It was such a relationship with death, clearly. Yeah. So I really... I'm glad Whereas about Patty that. Patty is weak. I just think <laughs> <laughs> Patty Smith is weak. All right, she's a weak crybaby who cried about her best friend dying. Wow, yeah. wow. Get wah. over it. You know who Lou's real best friend was? New York City. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think too, with like the um, the way that they put this together, I wouldn't have. I just wouldn't have paced the second half this way. It did. It was good. It was there was no E Street Band in it, but like. But we hit a valley by having two tragedies in a row. Yeah, yeah. you can't have tragedy blues tragedy. No, never. But we brought it back. The obvious headliner, Ringo Starr, and that featurette they do with the drummers is cool. one of that my favorite. That was one of the coolest cool. things ever. Yeah, one of my favorite things the Hall has ever put together. With uh, it was. I, I tried to write them down as they came up. Dave Grohl, Taylor Hawkins, Max Weinberg, Chad Smith, Trey Cool, uh, Abe Laboreal Jr., Jim Keltner, Questlove, Stuart Copeland. Uh, you did it. You wrote them all down. Just I think the, that's it. That might, I might be missing someone. But, uh, yeah, just all these uh, iconic drummers talking about how... What, Animal from the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> Animal <laughs> was there. An exploding drummer from Spinal Tap. Uh, <laughs> A little green glob. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't just them talking about it. It was them actually with the drum set. and them reacting to it and um it's funny because like you know there are two minds where the one thought is just kind of like Ringo sucks and he's the luckiest guy that ever lived but Uh then everyone else says anyone who thinks that clearly doesn't know music and like there's kind of like the snobbery and then the other snobbery and And there are very rarely people that are just like yeah who cares and it's so clear that everyone there loves Ringo and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. even there there has to be I think it was girl but I loved there was he said a line that was like okay well you have a drummer like do you want someone who can like who's technically who's proficient? Oh, proficient yeah, was, or <laughs> the, they're, 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 do you want someone who's good? Yeah. Do you want someone who can or, play the drums yeah. or uh, yeah, a fun guy? It was funny because there were like three different. Are you looking for someone to chill the three like the three heavies out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There there were like True. three or four different comments that were more or less that, including from Paul. Uh, where Paul was giving a very touching uh, speech, mm-hmm. and uh, it felt like Tuesday for Paul, <laughs> <laughs> but really, really lovely. But then, um, this is truly a great thing about a good drummer. But if you don't care or know really about drums in a very technical way, it just sounds like a diss. Where he's just like other drummers, you'd have to like look back and like see what they're doing. And Ringo, you just let him kind of do his yeah, thing. He's just there. He's, he's just there. there. <laughs> he's like, right. oh Grohl, wow, that means so much. See that Dave Grohl loved that comment. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, it, it really is like it's nice to see. But also, as uh, as uh, was being said in the room. Stick to the drums. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh my Do God. not sing. Do not sing, Ringo. Yeah. I've never liked Ringo. That. But he, <laughs> Ringo got to sing. Oh, uh, no. no, he had to, though, Don't obviously. Sing-o, Ringo. He's a cute old man. He is the, he's cute. <laughs> he's ageless. So is Mr. Magoo. I don't want to hear him sing. <laughs> he is, he, he, Ringo has looked the same for a very long time. Yeah. I, uh, I think by hiding the uh, his, I'm sure, uh, aged eyeballs with those you know dark sunglasses. Oh yeah, those translucent lenses come out, and it's just we all get sucked <laughs> Did in. You say translicious? I was about to say. I find I you know that would have. Um, 
R- Ringo gave a good Louis shout out. Didn't live long enough to write that song. <laughs> I guess uh, Ringo good. gave a good shout out to Cleveland, like the Cle- not an em- not an empty oh, shout yeah, out. That was the other thing. Ringo was like, and I'm so glad that that we're here in Cleveland tonight. I'm so lucky to be in Cleveland. And you think and it's we- empty? And I was like, all right. But there's a real thing because yeah. Alan Freed, the DJ who like kind of coined the term rock and roll and like was the mm-hmm. first rock DJ uh, for some reason in Luxembourg, uh, Ringo was able to access that radio station. It was like meaningful to him. Yeah. It really yeah. meant a, a lot. Large radio tower, right? That project that, that um, bought would, that that, uh, would, that bought that um, show. show, and it would broadcast all the way into Liverpool. Yeah, right. Do a lot of the um, paying attention to Ringo's speech? Apparently, <laughs> do a lot of the final acts have um, like a group thing, like they did tonight? Yeah. Where- uh, so uh, every once in a while, it's. It, you you expect it. You expect some sort of jam at the end, right? Uh, and sometimes it's uh, a lot of people. Sometimes it's not a lot of people. Like two weeks ago, we watched Rush with Hell Public yeah. Enemy. Oh my god! And, <laughs> it was and uh, John Fogarty oh. and uh, yeah, it was crazy. And Gary Clark Jr. They were singing Crossroads. Someone else. Crossroads. They were singing Crossroads by Blown Thugs and Harmony. Harmony. Yes. Wait, really? <laughs> no, the the. <laughs> blues song the, the britney spears movie a la, a la cream uh but this so we got the ringo performance and it just seemed like people kept coming out i was waiting for uh, it started with him singing boys, boys the shirelle song that he sang on the first beatles album please please me and it was great with and he green does it with day. green day which is that fucking was cool. fun. That's really great. With even and Trey cool two, playing drums, yeah, double next drums, him, which I double was drums was amazing. I like that. Uh, then Joe Walsh comes out for a "Don't Come Easy," which is a Ringo Starr solo song, like his biggest one. Uh, and then and for, Ringo just you know took the mic and really just sang that one for. Oh, he he was. <laughs> Tr- the opposite of whatever belting is. <laughs> yes. And most of the time he was holding the microphone to the crowd <laughs> for them to sing it for him. Mercifully. And then, uh, appropriately, for with a little help from my friends, everyone's out there. Yes. That should be. It was the obvious but isn't closer. isn't that the Ringo anthem in a way? Yeah. He gets that- by with... Help from his friends. 100% <laughs> is the story of Ringo. Yeah. And that should have been the closer. Probably. They should I'm just, shocked even that if they it wasn't. Had to right, do it wasn't. The other, exactly. It <laughs> ended and we were like, wow, what could be better than that? You oh, wait. put solos at the end but of that song. You could have just put solos in it or they could have just swapped the order and done. Uh-huh. I, yeah. You know, the Beatles do that though because like the, the, the album that has Yesterday uh, as like the penultimate followed by like Dizzy Miss Lizzie right. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, you, it was you almost over. nailed it. Uh, yeah, but it, it's so the induction ceremonies, I think if if the if they went the way the producers wanted them to work, this is how it would look at the end. Everybody comes back out to sing and jam at the same song. But usually people who are there are like, you know what? I don't really want to play with Rush. I'm, I'm Randy. Tired. I'm Randy Newman. I'm an old man. <laughs> yeah. I don't really care about playing with Rush. Some people will come out and they'll play. But when it's Ringo and McCartney, Everyone. literally everybody. And then I try again. Tried to write it all down. Tom Morello, Ricky Bird, the guy who wants to fuck Joan Jett from the Black Hearts. Yeah. Uh, McCartney, Joan Jett, Billy Joe Armstrong, Joe Walsh, Miley Cyrus, Karen O, Beck, Nate Roos, yeah. Zach Brown, Patti Smith. Uh-huh. 
Stevie Wonder. So cool. Uh, Peter Bill Wolf, Withers. John Legend, uh, Dave Grohl, Bill Withers, that Doyle guy who's yeah. dating <laughs> Renee Zellweger. Also, Bill Withers was singing. Yeah. He sure was. Uh, Gary Clark Jr. And then out of nowhere, Leon Bridges. <laughs> yeah. Who we did not notice before. Yes. He might have been. I didn't see him at all previously. Yeah. I don't know why he was there. Uh, I love that he was there, but I guess yeah, I just didn't cool, notice. But I was like, what? Yeah, we had to look up. We had to be like, is that? I had to double confirm, but Leon... it definitely was Leon Bridges. I kind of think this was the best night of Bill Withers' life. I oh, I bet so. I hope it was. I, when was the last Judge Judy marathon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just figured out something out. They cut out a Five Royales tribute. See, I would think with so. Leon Bridges. There, there you go. go. That I makes see. sense. So there we go. Uh, one moment that uh, I don't oh. think we talked about is just that Ringo was really funny when there was uh, someone kind of tuning backstage. Oh. Oh. He was giving his speech. Him and, and Paul both. <laughs> yeah, he and Paul, uh, they've really worked up some banter together over the years. And they did a straight up like vaudeville routine. Oh, it was so man, funny. do they love jokes about how they aren't important because <laughs> they know how important oh they oh, are. Also, freaking Paul with that joke where he like. Induce? No. Well, that was a joke. Ringo nailed it. Oh, he yeah. He said, Ringo nailed it, and then people laughed, and he really was like, yeah, that was funny. Like, he took a moment to appreciate just the innuendo of Ringo nailed it. <laughs> like, what? I don't get Is it. Is that what it that was? was? Yes. It, I don't it, get That's it. what that was. I thought someone just went, yeah, and then it threw go, Paul no, off, and he, and he went, was like, yeah, no, he nailed that, it. That's no, what I thought. I thought For a second, was, I thought he was like, no, really, he did a good job playing the drums. <laughs> I thought he was like, <laughs> yeah, you're right, man, nailed it. Like, oh, I, uh, I So they ended the ceremony with I Want to Be Your Man, uh, which is another Beatles song that uh, Ringo sang. It made me think they thought they were going to run out of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they did with a little help from my friends to close it. And then they were like, we still have some time. And they were like, okay, let's do I Want to Be Your Man. That's Why? what it felt like to me. How because does this work when they say we still have some time? I mean, these ceremonies are so <laughs> long. My, my thought is that they maybe they thought a little help my friends was too slow or some shit. Because no, it's like, it so or having, awesome, because I Want to Be Your Man does have it's opportunities to yeah. shred and like more do guitar solos and stuff. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I guess I'm wondering like how much extra stuff if they had that uh, five royales thing that got yeah. cut. How many things they they like maybe maybe they wanted to have maybe their plan was to do that the whole time, but they were going to cut it and end on little help from my friend. But then everyone was out there having a great time, and they decided to keep it in favor of the yeah. I don't know five. What is the five, five royales? Are you thinking of Burger King? I'm sorry, I don't know. What do you mean? Like it just sounds like a Royal sandwich Royal with cheese. <laughs> Because they don't have quarter pounders in <laughs> yeah. France. Yeah, the five quarter pounders. Uh, I think of them as. Yeah, I don't know, but like it was funny how everyone left and then everyone ran back out when they realized that Bringo and Paul were still going to. It sing. was crazy how much movement of the seats you could see. Like oh, during true. the yeah. five royales part, which was everyone was just talking. And yes, moving. Yeah. very weird. Uh, but that is. That's a fucking induction ceremony, guys. So when people listen I'm to jazzed. this, do you think that how how many of them have listened? To, uh, how many of them have watched it beforehand? Uh, is that the way that you recommend that I, people? Well, do these this? aren't these aren't easily accessible. I thought you were going to say like like that. This podcast is not going to be released. <laughs> this is a piece of chocolate that I plug the microphone. <laughs> this is a large chocolate cake. 
Uh, and I've tricked you all. I just need people to spend time with me. <laughs> no, these uh, these induction ceremonies. It's like so close to the truth. <laughs> these induction ceremonies are unfortunately not readily available. They should be. They Why? Sh- <laughs> they should all be on HBO Go. I don't see why they're not all on HBO Go because yeah, that would be really HBO. easy. Listen you can up, watch fans. last year's, but I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, don't do it. I think most I people heartily do not recommend watching last year's. I think there's a good a segment of our audience who uh, ha- remember this from watching it or being there, and then there's a segment of our audience who are just learning about it through us talking about it. I love that. I think it's great. Listen Bless up, all Paul your heads. Hearts. Uh, tweet at HBO. Get them to uh, be like, you know, release the inductions. And you know what? <laughs> tweet at HBO. Tweet at us if yeah. you have any concerns at Rock Hall Pod or, or email us rockhallpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, thank you for listening. And Allie and Alec, thank you guys for being a part of this Six-hour commitment. I got a cherry chocolate double burger earlier, and that that wasn't even the best part of my night. I I truly was a huge fan and thought this was excellent. So thank you guys for showing us. It's because you watched the best one, Allie. I did want you to watch this one. I really appreciate it. Because Ringo and Dave Grohl. (laughs) It's very me. Yeah, it was very I love Beck, jellyfish. I mean, the jellyfish, I didn't even know. (laughs) I didn't know the jellyfish would show up. Uh, Please, uh, Allie, you have a podcast, and I'm sure things to plug for both of you so go at it uh yeah listeners yes where to find you you could find me at Allie Gertz and all the things and I have a Simpsons podcast podcast called everything's coming up Simpsons uh which is uh on max fun uh I'm at Alec Owen on Twitter and Instagram and you should follow Papa Murphy's on uh on uh social media yes is that the pizza chain (laughs) okay uh Alec is the oh do you uh, run it no, he's the guy from all the commercials. Oh, okay, that's right. Uh, there's, that's a, right. there's a campaign. Are you Papa Murphy? Uh, you can call me that if you'd like. Oh, I love <laughs> it when you call me Papa Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Big Papa Murphy. Uh, yeah, there's a campaign with uh, two characters named Matt and Molly, and they're like all over their thread. But then they love pizza. They love pizza. Wow. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's great, uh, Kristen. Oh, boy. Listen up, y'all. You know you can find me at KStud on all platforms. And then HelloKristen.com for my show updates. Fuck yeah. I'm at JoeKJoeK on Twitter, JoeKwazala.com. Uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. We would love it. We haven't gotten a review in a bit. We would love a review. Five stars only, please. And then <laughs> just full of compliments. Please. Yeah. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. If you, yeah, throw peace and love there. That's how we know you listened to this episode. <laughs> and then you you reviewed us after listening. Uh, thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Yusu Kim for the music. Joy Divine for the equipment. And the lovely screening room yeah, at. Thank you to the Willings. Uh, thank you, Willings. Of Bel-Air lovely. For your. Um, kindness and generosity in all aspects of my life but in particular for allowing us to use your screening room ideal screening conditions and Kristen thank you for the sweatpants from when I made my bottom wet earlier (laughs) don't explain it yeah we're not gonna explain it no way yeah okay Uh, well that's it uh, thanks guys so much for listening I'm Joe Quazala I'm Kristen Stutter and who cares about the rock hall It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 